You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As usual, I want to give a big shout-out to our sports byline affiliates around the country and to the service men and women out there listening on the American Forces Radio Network, getting a little taste of home from your boy Speeds, The Spittin' Statistician, helping you win your leagues and win that cash. I got my boy Chris Bavona, the manimal, with me on the ones and twos, making it so hot that we sweat steam on a Wednesday. Yo, we are here in the big bad city, Studio 34 at Rockin' Riley's, and uh, it is pretty much that hot here in New York City, so hot that we are all sweating steam, but we got a good show for you here on a Wednesday. As usual, I'm going to be giving you, you know, the starters that you need tonight in Daily Fantasy and Major League Baseball to win that cash. Also, we've been going team by team in the NFL with my spotlight. We are in the AFC West right now, so we will be doing the LA, not the San Diego Superchargers, but the Los Angeles Chargers. We're going to get into all their moves, and there's also breaking news with the Los Angeles Chargers as well that we're going to get into concerning one of their wide receivers. As you also know, we put the fun in functional sports radio, and we have been crowning the greatest sports movie of all time. We had a close call for a one seed last night, but we go to the baseball region, and it's going to be the number two seed, the natural against the number seven seed, a league of their own. If you want to contribute, you can right now. You can holler at us at 844-843-6879. You could also catch us on Twitter, at FNTSY Radio on Twitter. You could always follow me, ask me questions, get up on the polls, at Spittin' Speeds as well. And uh, at the end of the show, we're going to talk about why there's a new meaning to the term, the juice is loose. Some things going on with the juice. O.J. Simpson, we're going to get into that as well. So, big show here. It's going to be great. We got my man Chris Pavona, the manimal, and your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician, right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what you need to get a little bit of cash tonight. Major League Baseball DFS. I got the starter that you need. Come on back, Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go. Quarterback to receiver hookups. Running back depth analysis. Rookie values in dynasty leagues. Deep sleepers. Training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount.
Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My man Chris Pavone on the ones and twos giving you a little M&M till I collapse. Let me tell you something. Until I collapse, I will be giving you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. And I got to say something. Honestly, a night like yesterday is really why we make it happen on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Live on the air when that J.D. Martinez trade went down, I was able to bring it to you live. I appreciate that opportunity. And then I told you at the end of the show yesterday, there may be more deals to discuss. And, you know, maybe I'm like Nostradamus. I don't know. But there was a big deal. Like I said at the top of the hour, the Yankees and the Chicago White Sox made a deal. Todd Frazier, David Robertson, and Tommy Canely come to New York. Uh... Going back to Chicago, Tyler Clippard, Blake Rutherford, who was the Yankees' first-round pick a couple of years ago, along with minor leaguers Ian Clarkin and Tito Polo. Let me tell you about this trade. Todd Frazier helps the Yankees, okay? He's a New Jersey kid. He helps the Yankees at both corner infield spots. Remember, Chris Carter has not done it at first base. He was released like twice for the Yankees. Chase Headley has slowed down as well. The Yankees tried to make a move. Remember, they got that kid Garrett Cooper out of the Brewers farm system last week, but Todd Frazier will be able to augment that lineup. And David Robertson, these Yankees are really Building a nasty back end of the punt pen. They now go David Robertson, Dylan Batantis, and Aroldis Chapman. If the Yankees have the lead after six innings, you could pretty much lock it up. But I got to say this. This kid, Tommy, uh, Tommy Canely, I think he may be the actual gem of the trade for the Yankees. And here's why. He's another powerful arm out of the pen. This guy has 60 strikeouts in only 36 innings pitched already. And here's the other thing. He is signed to a friendly deal through the year 2020 for this kid in his mid-20s. This could be the jewel of the deal for the Yankees. There was also some speculation on this network earlier today that when you have now Canely, when you have now Robertson, could the New York Yankees be like lining up to maybe flip Dylan Batantis for a starting pitcher. We will see. Remember, the trading deadline at the end of this month, there will be a lot of moves to be made. Also, remember, J.D. Martinez did go to Arizona for three prospects. He's going to be in that lineup. It looks like they have him hitting fifth right behind Paul Goldschmidt, which will help out Goldschmidt and will help out J.D. Martinez. This D-backs lineup can be a beast down the home stretch. The other thing I wanted to mention is in the corresponding move for the White Sox after they made that deal, they brought up Yoan Moncada. He is the number one prospect in all of minor league baseball. He was hitting, what, an 833 OPS in the minors, had 12 homers and 17 stolen bases in 79 games for AAA Charlotte. The other thing I'll say about Yoan Moncada, I reported this at the beginning of the year. Yoan Moncada has a very interesting pregame meal all the time. You know what it is? Twinkies, Twinkies, and more Twinkies. The man says he eats 85 Twinkies a week, and teammates have said that in one week they've seen him put down 225. That might be okay when you're in your early 20s, but later on in his career, that's going to come back to bite him. What I'll also say is, I've been telling you guys for the last couple of weeks, when these trades happen at the trading deadline, the most important thing to target is potential new closers. When relievers get trade, for example, David Robertson, now with the Yankees, will not be getting saved. So if you had him in your fantasy team, you know, you're losing that opportunity. But with every 
you know, closer lost is a closer gained. Right now, if you go out and get Tyler Clippard, because they have announced that Tyler Clippard will be the new closer for the Chicago White Sox. Similarly, there's reports now that there are up to maybe 12 teams that are interested for the left-handed reliever of the Detroit Tigers, Justin Wilson. So I'm here to tell you right now, if the Tigers move Justin Wilson, the guy to have is Shane Green. And Shane Green is only owned right now in 3% of season-long leagues. But if they do trade Wilson, I think it'll be Green that winds up getting saves for the rest of the season for the Detroit Tigers. Earlier today, there was a lot of afternoon action. Cubs MVP third baseman Chris Bryant sprained his finger sliding into third base. He will be day-to-day moving forward. Keep an eye out on him uh, for the rest of your week if he uh, you know, is dealing with that finger. Also, Xander Bogart's Red Sox shortstop his day-to-day he was scratched um yesterday did pinch run in that extra innings game he's dealing with something on his right hand he is considered day-to-day is not in the starting lineup tonight Indian starting pitcher Corey Kluber had his start that is supposed to be Friday pushed back they're saying he might be able to go on Sunday he's dealing with a neck issue that start against Toronto which was supposed to be Friday they're hoping he can go by the end of the weekend last piece of news Cameron Mabin outfielder for the Angels has a sprained knee sprained MCL in his knee he's going to Miss two to four weeks. All right, let's keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Last night, I gave you some starters to play, and here's the thing. I told you that it was, you know, there's going to be a lot of chalk. You know, Clayton Kershaw went last night. He is obviously going to be high-owned and was at 12700 on FanDuel. He earned that money. He went seven shutout innings, struck out seven, got the win as the Dodgers beat the White Sox one nothing. Clayton Kershaw running his record to 15-2. and Yeah, he's good. I also told you about my man Robbie Ray. He was the second most uh, expensive starter on the slate last night. But I told you... Cause That's what I do here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I told you that there were ways to potentially spend less money and get the same value. And the guy I gave you out last night was Houston Astros starter Brad Peacock. I told you that I liked him at home against the Seattle Mariners, that he was great in his last five starts. Well, we can count it as six starts now because last night he went seven innings, giving up only one run. He struck out nine as the Astros won six to two. And then Peacock got the win running his record to eight and one once again your boy speeds the spitting statistician coming through for you with what you need so tonight you may ask yourself self who do i start tonight if i want to save a little bit of money because yo you got Degrom out there right now with 11 strikeouts in his last in uh last outing he's at the top of the board at 11,200 on FanDuel. you got zach grinky out there as well if you listen to the dfs lineup lock show my man, the 1099G, Benny Riccardi, was talking about how he loves Zach Greinke tonight. Zach Greinke is a little too expensive for my blood. He's at 10200 on FanDuel. He's been great. He's won his last three starts. Don't get me wrong. I also think that he's a good play tonight. I just don't know if he's worth the value. I think you can spend a little bit less money and still do work. And here is the way to do it. Garrett Cole, 
ladies and gentlemen. Tonight is my man, Garrett Cole, at $8,500 on FanDuel. He is at home against the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, Garrett Cole in May had a real rough stretch, and he was not pitching well. He has been good recently, though. He's been real good, gotten quality starts in five of his last six starts. And here's the other point. He's facing the Milwaukee Brewers tonight. The Brewers strike out more as a lineup, more than any team in the National League. The Brewers have already struck out 925 times so far this season. That is over 40 more strikeouts than the team that's in second in the NL. That's the San Diego Padres. And you know that the Padres have the lowest runs total and the worst offense and the worst record in the National League. The Brewers strike out even more than that. So I like Garrett Cole's strikeout upside tonight. I like that he has been good. And I like that you can get him for over $2,500 cheaper on FanDuel than the highest price pitcher tonight, who is Jacob DeGrom. That's where I think you need to go. But hopefully... Earlier on today, if you were playing the afternoon slate, hopefully you had it right because there were some big numbers put up. I want to let you know right now, uh, the Colorado Rockies scored 18 runs earlier today, beating the Padres 18-4. to Nolan Arenado hit not one, not two, but three home runs. He now has 21 on the season. Also, in the early slate, maybe you had some Phillies because the Phillies scored double digits, beating the Marlins 10 to 3, although in the loss, Marlins uh, slugger Giancarlo Stanton did in fact hit his 30th home run of the season, tying for the major league lead in home runs, tying with my man, all rise, Aaron Judge. Listen up, there's that music that Chris Pavone is putting it in. Yo, he's got that mob deep because there's no such things as halfway crooks. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the NFL. We are going to preview the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to tell you right now i am surprisingly high on the charges we're going to talk about their fantasy goodness and their real life goodness when we come back on the fantasy freestyle on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network quarterback to receiver hookups running back depth analysis rookie values in dynasty leagues deep sleepers training camp battles These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down on a Wednesday. And, uh, you know, want to give a big shout out to our sports byline affiliates. We're about to talk about the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, it's still weird to say, to be quite honest. I'm so used to being saying the San Diego Super Chargers, but they are the Los Angeles Chargers now. So for that, I want to give a big shout out to all the listeners out there on 1330 AM in Los Angeles on 
KLAA Radio. It's your boy Speeds, the Spitting Statistician. We're about to break them down. But first, let me give you some news and notes from around the NFL. It is a slow time still. You know, training camp is not starting until next week or the next 10 days. But this is the worst case scenario for coaches. What they want in this offseason time, at this point in time, they just want their players to stay out of trouble with all the time that they have on their hands. And unfortunately, Jaguars defensive end Dante Fowler was not able to get to training camp. He was arrested last night in an incident in St. Petersburg, Florida. You know Tom Coughlin and his um, you know strict kind of rules-based culture society will not like that. All he had to do was last one more week. Speaking of the Jaguars, they are hosting a uh, visit and kind of a tryout with free agent tight end Gary Barnage as well. Remember, Mercedes Lewis is the only tight end really on that roster because the Jaguars moved Julius Thomas, let him go in the offseason, and he signed back with former coach Adam Gaze and the Miami Dolphins. So there, maybe Gary Barnage is the solution there. And then up in Chicago, Chicago, there are reports that um, their tight end, Zach Miller, really needs to perform or else his roster spot may be in jeopardy. When I previewed the Chicago Bears, I told you the same thing. He was the guy I told you to fade, then forget about it because remember, they signed Deion Sims to play tight end for them and they used their second round pick to draft Adam Shaheen who is a tight end as well. Listen, Zach Miller's 33 years old and the Bears would save over $2 million on their, caps, on their cap hit if they went out and just went ahead and cut Zach Miller. I expect that to happen sometime in in the next month. All right, here we go. We got to talk about the Los Angeles Chargers. I told you before the break, I am slightly higher on them than you might think. They were in last place in the AFC West last year, finishing 5-11. and They lost their last five games. Remember, they also lost their second year back, Melvin Gordon, around that time. They also lost Danny Woodhead to injury. It was kind of a war of attrition. Remember, they obviously lost Keenan Allen in the first half of the first game last year. So uh, maybe they could be on the rebound here. Here is why I think it is the case. Let's go position by position. First of all, Philip Rivers, old faithful. You know, I mean, he didn't have his best year. And what if I told you even not having his best year? He was the eighth highest scoring quarterback in fantasy football last year with his 4,386 yards, his 33 touchdowns. But here's the catch. He led the NFL with 21 interceptions. I believe that regresses back to the mean. I don't think he has another 20-plus interception season, and I think that's another reason why Phillip Rivers... I mean, he was QB8 last year. I have him ranked right now as my 12th highest quarterback, but like when I was talking about the Detroit Lions last week, I believe that Phillip Rivers is a perfect example of why you will not find me drafting quarterback high in my drafts, and I recommend you do the same. Pass on Drew Brees. Pass on Aaron Rodgers. Pass on Tom Brady. Pass on Russell Wilson. You can get Phillip Rivers in the ninth round, okay? And he will be a a reasonable proximity of any of those top five quarterbacks. He will throw for 4,000 yards again. He will have a whole bunch of touchdowns again. It doesn't matter what O-line is in front of him. It doesn't matter what wide receivers are there. Phillip Rivers will still be a solid, stable quarterback. So I think you can wait and then draft Phillip Rivers. I like that. He said, he said recently he wants to open up the new stadium. 
that'll be in the year 2020. So he's thinking he might play until he's 39 years old. I don't think he falls off the cliff just yet. When we look to the running back position, Listen, Melvin Gordon is going to be a stud this year, in my opinion, okay? I have him ranked as my fifth best running back going into drafts right now. And my theory, I've told you guys about this, there are very, very few workhorse running backs in the National Football League. I would say 25 of the 32 teams are going with some form of committee. You look at the top three on most people's rankings with Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, even Ezekiel Elliott. Those are workhorses, right? I can only name a few more. Maybe Shady McCoy in Buffalo. Maybe Jay Ajayi in Miami. Even a guy like Devontae Freeman, who some people have in the top five. He has Tevin Coleman to deal with, okay? You will not get a straight workhorse like Melvin Gordon, and that's why I think he is the number five overall running back. Listen, I think he will get over 1,600 combined yards. I think he will get, you know, nine touchdowns this year. He was also ninth best among running backs last year with 419 receiving yards. And that was in only 13 games that he played. I think he's a receiving threat as well. He's now another year removed from those injuries. If he stays healthy, I think Melvin Gordon can be a great look for you, literally in the middle to the back end of your first round. I said I had breaking news on the Los Angeles Chargers, and it does involve their wide receiver position. This is something, listen, I know I just talked about Phillip Rivers, but Phillip Rivers is taking the aggregate of all of the receivers out there, okay? I would stay away from these wide receivers because they are too injury prone. I already told you about Keenan Allen. My man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, has Keenan Allen as his 15th wide receiver. I wouldn't spend that draft capital on him. He is an injury prone bust in my opinion. People are still holding on to that six catches for 63 yards that he had in the first half of the first game. I don't think the Chargers even have confidence in Keenan Allen. Why? Because they spent their first round pick on a huge wide receiver stud out of Clemson named Mike Williams, okay? Here's the catch, though. Mike Williams is already dealing with a back injury. He is now questionable for the start of camp. I think that is a bad, bad sign for any impact that Mike Williams may make in his rookie year. And then, you know, that's how I prepared for the show. And then this afternoon, Adam Schefter was reporting. Shefty, and a lot of people are reporting that Mike Williams may have to have back surgery now, which would completely end his rookie campaign. So what does that leave? That leaves Terrell Williams out there. And Terrell Williams is the guy who filled in for Keenan Allen last year. And he had a nice little season. He caught 69 balls for over 1,000 yards. He got into the end zone seven times. Now, here's the thing. It's just a crapshoot. I don't know week to week which one of these guys are going to be healthy. Which one of these guys is going to be Phillip Rivers' favorite target. And so that's why I am fading most of these wide receivers. I think they're good as an NFL group of wide receivers, but not in terms of fantasy football. Unfortunately, I say the same thing about their tight end position. They have two you know, above average tight ends. My man Hunter Henry really showed up last year, okay? I think he has huge upside. I like Hunter Henry. Here's the problem. 
old man Antonio Gates is still around. And last year, Antonio Gates had 93 targets. Hunter Henry only had 53. And they've come out and said Antonio Gates will still be featured on third downs and in the red zone. So while I think Hunter Henry is a stud, and if you're in like a dynasty league where you might be able to keep him going into future years when ultimately Antonio Gates does ride off into the sunset, I think Hunter Henry would be a great look. The only problem is I don't think that is this year. So between Hunter Henry, Melvin Gordon, Antonio Gates, Keenan Allen, maybe Mike Williams, Terrell Williams, you still got guys like Dontrell Inman, the fighter of the nightman. You know, there's just so many options out there that on week to week, you can't rely on one of them to be like your wide receiver too. So that's why I say take Phillip Rivers and nobody else. That's why Phillip Rivers continues to be my diamond in the rough for the Los Angeles Chargers. I think that his... um interceptions will regress back to the mean, which means less interceptions for him. In fact, my Fugazi, I told you, I said this before the news came out, when I was getting ready, my Fugazi is in fact Mike Williams. Whether he has to have the surgery or not, okay, back injuries linger, and there is anyway a, a rookie learning curve, you know, especially at the wide receiver position. And let me tell you something, Phillip Rivers is the kind of quarterback where he goes to the guys he trusts. If you're Chargers fans out there, and I I know that some of you still remain regardless of the move. I know there's some of you still out there listening. Um, he goes to the guys he trusts. He goes to Antonio Gates. When he had a guy like Danny Woodhead, he would go to him all season long. So that's why I would fade Mike Williams and I would take the aggregate of these stats, which happen to be Mike Williams. I do, however, think, though, that the Los Angeles Chargers are onto something. Okay, and there's a few reasons why, and one of them is their defense. Okay, remember at this point last year, Joey Boza, their first round pick, was going through all sorts of contract nonsense. He wound up holding out, right? He's still Joey Boza, had 13 sacks last year, looked completely unblockable at times last year. So, with a full year of Joey Boza, you know, year two, and also their number one cornerback, Jason Verrett, was dealing with an ACL injury all last year. He missed most of the year. He will be back. He is a legitimate number one cornerback. So, I like what the defense has. The other thing I like for them, I think they might wind up with a kind of weird home field advantage in LA. They are playing in the stadium of the Los Angeles Galaxy this year while that stadium is being built for them. And this is a kind of intimate stadium. It only seats 30,000. The crowd is right up on you. I think it will be full for Chargers games. But the real reason that I'm high on the Los Angeles Chargers... I'll let you know after the break, okay? In the journalism business, we call that a tease. I got another reason why I'm high on the Chargers, and we'll find out what that is when we come back right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. 
and I am whatever you say I am. But I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I got my man Chris Bavona on the ones and twos giving you that Eminem beat, the way I am coming back from break. And the way I am is, you know, I like to give you hot takes, and I think the Chargers are going to be a little bit better than most people think. Remember, if you want to chime in on where you think the Chargers will go, go right now to Twitter at FNTSY Radio or at Spittin' Speeds. We've got the poll question up there right now. You can make your verse heard as we drop stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. The reason, the other reason that I think that the Chargers may take a step forward this year, besides the fact that Boza and Varrett are back on the defense, besides the fact that I think they gave Phillip Rivers some more weapons around him, take a look at their schedule. They finished in last place in the AFC West last year. That means they get a fourth place schedule. That means they get to play the last place teams from every other division in the AFC. So that means they get dates against the Browns and the Jaguars and the Jets. And I think the Chargers are much better teams than all three of those teams. I think those are three wins, okay? Remember, they also... They are playing the, obviously, their own division. If you've been listening this week, I said I think the Denver Broncos majorly take a step back. I think the Kansas City Chiefs regress a little bit as well. They play the entire AFC East as well, and that's it also works out for them. Check this out. They play two at home and two on the road. The two teams from the AFC East that they play on the road, they travel to New England. They were going to probably lose to the Patriots anyway, right? So the home road of it all doesn't matter. They travel to play the New York Football Jets. That is a game on Christmas Eve. And they're probably going to beat the Jets anyway. However, they get the luxury of hosting the Bills and hosting the Dolphins. Those are two teams that might be in the same kind of place in the AFC as the Chargers, but they get both of those games at home. For those reasons, I think the Chargers are an interesting bet. I lean over. Vegas has the Chargers at seven and a half wins this season. I can see this team winning eight or nine games and being in the mix for a wild card spot down the stretch. Let's see what you guys say. I'm looking at the poll right now. 63% of you, and first of all, thanks to everybody out there voting right now at FNTSY Radio, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. 63% of you say that you think the Chargers are a kind of purgatory around 500 team. 20% say they are a playoff contender. 13% say that the Chargers are not going anywhere and are a threat to pick in the top five of next year's draft. But 4% of you think that Philip Rivers has a chance to lead this team all the way to the promised land. My man, Chris Bavona, the manimal on the ones and twos. Um, how would you answer this poll, Chris? What do you think about the Chargers' outlook this season, and who would you avoid? I'm... I, I, I think I'm going to have to go and I'm going to go with Vegas on this. I think they're somewhere between seven and a half and nine wins. Sure. So you think um, they're right around 500? Yeah. And I, maybe they go for the wild card. Maybe not. I don't think so. I think they'll just miss out. I think they're going to have a lot of close games. I, I'm with you. I love their offense, even without Mike Williams. It doesn't matter. Philip Rivers, no, you know, Philip Rivers can shine it up and call it gold. Yeah, and the only guy that I'm really going to uh, avoid in this in general is Keenan Allen, mostly right. because of in- injuries. I do question um, what the stadium that they're going to be playing in, where uh, I guess what the, the soccer field. Yeah, it's the LA is, Galaxy Stadium. You know, not just that it's uh, not just that it's an intimate field and it's got like a smaller, you know, a smaller just stadium, mm-hmm. but 
if you see the, England, the, the games they play in England, playing on a soccer field is much different than playing on a football field when you play football on a soccer field. It's, uh, they, they take care of the field a little bit differently. You know, you gotta, you got to wonder how much that will impact uh, the, 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 play, the, the, the playing field, literally, um, uh, you know, when the Chargers play eight of their games. Interesting, interesting. So that is definitely something to keep an eye on. I actually believe, listen to me now, the Los Angeles Chargers, I believe, will finish second in that division behind only the Raiders and ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs and ahead of the Denver Broncos. That is your boy Speed's hot take for the day. But listen up. Some people, some fantasy football players are focusing on their drafts later this summer. You, however, know the first step to building a fantasy football champion is to be early with it and pick the squad at rotoexperts.com. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. The Roto Experts lineup has FSWA inaugural Hall of Famer and Fantasy Football Writer of the Year Scott Angle. We've got nationally acclaimed top ranker Jake Seeley. we got 2015 and 16 FSWA award winners like Bobby McMahon and Brandon Murray. We have depth and upside in our lineup with guys like Frank Stanfield and Mike Florio. We bring you a draft package bursting with all-pro analysis and in-season coverage that'll take you to the title. So get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at rotoexperts.com. And if you enter the promo code FREERADIO at checkout, you'll get a special discount. Also, my boy Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, he's got his Executive Edge Super Premium Package. He's giving you auction values, draft reviews, but what he's doing, he's also giving you free he's giving you snapchat okay that you can interact directly with the fantasy executive and there if you use the promo code dane yeah that's right use the promo code dane because i you know i work with my man over there and i got you guys a discount go to rotoexperts.com slash executive for that all right Let's keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle, on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network, as usual. Shout-out to our Sports Byline affiliates and all the servicemen and women out there listening on American Forces Radio Network around the world. Here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we put the fun in functional sports radio. Um, Chris, do you know what ESPN is televising tomorrow at 1 in the afternoon Eastern time? Oh my God! Are they bringing back? Uh, are they bringing back like weird sports? No, it's even crazier. They are live carrying O.J. Simpson's parole hearing. Okay, so I won't be watching. I'm dead serious. They are live televising O.J. Simpson's parole hearing tomorrow. It is possible that he will be released on parole. Um, you know, I mean, I have so many things to say, but none that I can say on FCC-controlled radio, you know? So I got to be very careful here, right? I actually think he's going to get paroled. I think he's going to be loose. And here's the other thing. I think he's going to have his own reality TV show by the time we hit Columbus Day. You know, I think that there's, for some reason, there is an appetite for this. Think about think about our American public right now and the kinds of things that they gravitate to. I think that if OJ gets out, you will see him on TV very, very quickly. However, there is news that's out today. We have not independently verified this on our own fantasy uh, network Reporting, but Barstool Sports is saying that there may be an issue with his parole hearing because, and I can't make this up if I tried, Chris. I swear to you, Barstool is reporting that his parole hearing may get clouded now because he was caught by a female uh, correctional officer masturbating in his cell. 
when he realized that the uh, parole, this was something that happened last month. So um, insert your own juice is loose jokes here. But uh, OJ Simpson, ESPN is televising his parole hearing at one o'clock tomorrow afternoon, Eastern time. What do you think is going to wind up happening there, uh, Chris? Um, I'm going to play devil's advocate with you here, okay. Dane, and I'm going to say no. I no. Think, I don't think his parole is going to go. Uh, okay. And you know what? If it is because of this little incident in his jail cell, yeah. do you know how funny that would be? I mean. Do you know how amazing that would be? Yeah, yeah. Well, here's one thing I'll say. Tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle, we will give everybody an update on how that went down. And I know my man, the manimal Chris Bavona, will be on the ones and twos. So, Chris, you think that this will be an issue for him? I think it's not going to matter because I think there's too much money involved. I think, like, right now, you gotta pre- you got to figure, like, ABC, NBC, you know, ESPN, 30 for 30. All these people are right away in contact with OJ and his team about getting right back on TV. I, I do not advocate for it, but I do ultimately think that is what is going to happen. I got another interesting story for you. Paul George, uh, you know, the newest member of the Oklahoma City Thunder, he was apparently scammed and gave up, you know, game-worn memorabilia, his sneakers, to a, a Miami man named Justin Jackson. Check this out. This guy, Justin Jackson, though, was posing as Adele's manager and said that he was going to do a little trade of services, that he was going to get this like memorabilia that they would then sell to charity and that he was going to go ahead and give Paul George Adele uh, concert tickets. He was not the only one. Paul George got scammed. Victor Oladipo got scammed. And Richard Hamilton got scammed all by the same guy posing as Adele's manager trying to get game-worn stuff that he claimed he would go to charity for Adele tickets. This guy, though, has been running scams for a while. This guy, Justin Jackson, okay? He posed apparently as Oprah's manager in 2014. He posed as Barack Obama's aide once. He got things like free hotel stays, free gift cards, and stuff like that. He was also convicted of theft all the way back in 2007. He sold $2.4 million in jewelry that he took saying that he was Madonna's manager saying that it was Madonna's. So this guy has a long and storied history of scamming, and apparently PG thirteen got caught up in there. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta validate, you gotta authenticate this stuff, right, Chris? I think I'm in the wrong business sometimes. You think you think you need to uh, be a scam artist? No, but maybe I could be one of those guys that like follows up on scam artists. Okay, and, uh, like a bounty that. hunter. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? You know what, Chris? That has nickname potential. I may now, from this point forward, call you Chris the Bounty Hunter Bavona. How do you Ooh, feel about that? I, I kind of like that. All right, all right. We yeah. might have to ride with it. We might have to ride with it. The Bounty Hunter on the I ones and twos. But there you go. So There you go. You're not the singer. You're the Bounty Hunter, Chris. Come on now. Come on now. But one other thing you are that I know is you are a cinephile. And one of the things we are doing here on the Fantasy Freestyle this summer is we are crowning the greatest sports movie of all time. We are in the second round. Remember, yesterday we had a very close call with Hoop Dreams versus Above the Rim. Chris made his position known. He thought that Hoop Dreams should have been disqualified because he calls it a documentary, not a movie. But ultimately, Hoop Dreams does move on to the Sweet 16. So today we are in the baseball region. In the second round, we've got two, I think these are two epic, you know, cult classic movies. We've got a 2-7 matchup. It is The Natural, Roy Hobbs, the Wonder Boy Bat, 
going up against the seven seed, a league of their own, okay? Um, a league of their own beat Rookie of the Year in the first round, but it was very close. It was almost like 50-50. And so what we got to know is, is there crying in baseball or not? You know, and, and also, I wonder, has lightning struck Aaron Judge's bat? This year, with all the shots that he's hitting. But, uh, you know, my man, the bounty hunter out there. The natural versus a league of their own. Who do you think is moving on? I mean, I think there's no doubt. I think I know who's going to win. That being said, I'm not voting for that movie. Not because I don't think it's an amazing movie. Not because it doesn't deserve to move on. Not because it doesn't deserve its ranking of number two. But it's because a league of their own is just... One of my favorite movies. I am like, and not only that, Tom Hanks to me, like, he does absolutely no wrong. Okay, yeah, that was so, definitely a great performance by Tom Hanks in that movie. You know, there's no crying in Gina baseball. Davis, Madonna. Absolutely, Madonna. There was Rosie O'Donnell in that movie, and this was all before all the drama with Agent Orange number 45. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So I do believe that, um, I believe that The Natural will win. Okay. But I'm going with a league. I'm voting for a league of their own. Okay, well, you need to vote right now, okay? There's definitely still t- some time left. You need to vote because you are right. Right now, the natural has an interesting lead on a league of their own. They have 59% of the vote. So if you're like my man, Chris, the bounty hunter Bavona, you need to get out there right now and vote for a league of their own or whatever it is, whichever movie you think should move on to the round of 16 as we crown the greatest sports movie of all time when we come back though here on the fantasy freestyle on the fantasy sports radio network we only got a couple minutes left before my man gabe morency comes our way with a little red heat and rage every night from at eight o'clock on the fantasy sports radio network what we're going to do is we're going to go around the league we'll see what we got going on in major league baseball tonight we'll tie a nice neat little bow on this episode of the fantasy freestyle it's your boy dane martinez speeds the spitting statistician here on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network Get on board to the fastest-growing fantasy sports radio network in the business. Featuring the FSTA award-winning on-target fantasy, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the rookie of the year in the industry, and it's only growing. Fantasy Sports Radio Network at FNTSY.com slash radio. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down on a Wednesday with my man, the Bounty Hunter, so hot that he sweats steam. Let me give you uh, some scores from around Major League Baseball on the night slate. Right now in the third inning, the Brewers and Pirates are tied at one. Orioles with a little bit of a lead after three at home in Camden Yards against the Rangers. They are up 3 nothing. Adam Jones has gone yard there. Mets all over the Cardinals early on, and Mike Leake is not getting the job done. Mets are up 5 nothing on the Cardinals. That still in the bottom of the second. Reds and Diamondbacks are tied at 1 in the third inning. Remember, J.D. Martinez making his debut for the Diamondbacks, batting 5th in that lineup, and the Red Sox are all over the Blue Jays after 2 in Fenway. They are up 4 nothing. Alright, we talked about the San... Uh, excuse me, see? I said San 
Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers today. And I remember, I told you, Mike Williams reports out today that he may need to have back surgery, which would end his rookie season before it even gets started. I love Melvin Gordon this year. I think he will be or will finish as a top five running back and is one of the few workhorses in the NFL this year. I also love me some Hunter Henry. The only problem is Antonio Gates still has the trust and the attention of Philip Rivers. Let's go to the polls, though. I kind of think that the Chargers will finish second in the AFC West. I think they will be wild card contenders, so I think they are playoff contenders. The bounty hunter Bavona over here thinks that they are slightly under that, and most of you agree with Chris. 64% of you say that they will be around the 500 team. Only 20% agree with me that they will be a playoff contender. And, uh, Chris, your lobbying may have worked. We've seen a little bit of movement in the sport's greatest movie of all time, Brad. A league of their own is inching up now with 45% of the vote. Maybe maybe they will get all the way there. Maybe they like the high ones like Madonna or no, like Kit used to say right before she got traded to the Peaches. That's about it for me tomorrow. I will be back same bat time, same bat channel on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And we will check in and see if the juice is loose. We will also finish up our AFC West previews. We talk about the Oakland Raiders. How high should you draft Beast Mode? We'll break that out tomorrow. I'm your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Freestyle. We out. Peace.